Good morning. Oh, why are you so chipper? Why not? The sun is out. Hey. Um, you know, my plants are growing. Yes, they are. My tomato is not doing well, but whatever. Uh, one of mine got blight, but it's okay. Okay. I yeah. Just, mine are not. They're not fruiting because they're not. I didn't. Um, ain't no bees. Mm-hmm. Even though tomatoes are self-pollinating, they still need help they sometimes. They do need a little assistance. So I got that one fruit that's coming through, but the others are like, eh, we don't want to do it. They'll do it. They'll be fine. So, but yeah, other than that, you know, life is good. It is. We're going to welcome everybody to episode three. <laughs> hey, tree. <laughs> one, two, tree. <laughs> one, two, tree. Oh, we just out here. I'm Nikki. And the person to whom you need to direct your hate mail this week is <laughs> Jocelyn. Because <laughs> I be needing assistance to come in to say my name. So today we're talking about accountability. Ooh. Yeah, that's big, friend. We need that dun dun dun. That's what we, we need. do. We need some sound effects. I need to get on my job. You do. I guess that's accountability right there. <laughs> Damn, look how you just help, look how you just took responsibility for your job. So what is accountability? By definition, accountability is the fact or condition of being accountable responsibility. Mm. And in a in a sentence, because you know that's how we all learn how to use words, vocabulary words when we was in school. Mm-hmm. You gotta use it in a sentence. Their lack of accountability has corroded public respect. And I mean, we know who we know who they talking about right now. Literally any government official. <laughs> yeah. It could be anybody. Anybody. It could be the anybody. Just let the chopper, the accountability chopper spray, and you gonna listen, everybody. Hello. So yeah. So basically, taking responsibility for your actions, your non-actions, mm-hmm. your life. Uh, you know, just. Being un- when you take accountability for things you've done or doing, you have to be honest. You got to start with being honest first. Ooh. Ooh. Because if you're not being honest in a situation, th- then you probably never be able to take accountability, and you ain't gonna never see what the other people are talking about. And so, you know, then we just kind of left in in a puddle of I don't know. You ain't changing and that's not good when it's probably something you need to change. You're in a puddle of that shit that you're trying to get together. Oh my god, yeah, just pick it up. Just pick it up, okay? Pick it up. Mm. Pick the shit up, put it in the toilet, flush. Wow. Ooh, that's a lot of work. Which is why people don't want to do that shit. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be held responsible, because then I have to change. And I think the thing about accountability that makes it difficult for a lot of people is that aspect of change absolutely because i think last week we talked about um i think we were talking about parents and then you said something like um of course i don't have the clip because we don't do that but um you were talking about like if you tell your kids to, to do something or you're changing or whatever and then you don't do it and i said well that means that you're lying mm-hmm. i feel like the thing that keeps, that stops people from being responsible is 
not telling the truth about the situation too. I mean, that's the honesty point, but it's also about changing. I have been doing this thing this way this whole time. It has garnered me what I believe to be results. And you're asking me, I say I want to change or I feel like I need to change. And you're saying I have to do that. I have to look at my situation and say this shit fucked up and I got to fix it. And it's all on me to do. And most no, people don't want to do that. Yeah, but I also think people make it heavier than it has to be. You think so? Yeah, because you know what? It's like when you think of, when you think about change, it's going from one form to another, mm-hmm. be it a negative or a positive or unnecessary change, and you don't see the good in it or unnecessary change, and you can't see the bad in it at first, and it's going to turn good. Because I mean, change is just crazy. Yeah, change is like wind; you just don't know where it's going to blow. Correct. Um, but I also think too that goes back to that little devil of comfort, because people don't change because of comfort levels. This is true. But then, when you need to be held accountable for some things, then you got to change that comfortable behavior that you've been exhibiting, mm. and it just seems like it's too much. It's too much. It's too hard because you don't know what's on the other side of your of your comfort. Exactly. But well, I don't know why people. Why we? I'm not gonna say people because being accountability (laughs) is something that I ran from because nobody was holding me accountable for most of my life. But um, then I went out and let this man marry me. You did. You know, we had this beautiful wedding, and we have these children that are always wanting snack. But um, you know. He holds me accountable. And that be and sometimes I downright don't like it. I, I just don't. But and 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 in not liking it, I put things on him that he ain't even doing. Mm. And so he called me on my shit the other day. And I'm not gonna get into the the nitty of it because that's his business too, so I'm not gonna tell y'all all his Come business. Ahead. I'm gonna tell Come you a little ahead. bit of my business. All right. But um but anywho I was I was doing something. He just called me on like basically, bro. Why are you doing that? It ain't necessary. You said one thing, but you ain't changing mm-hmm. that situation. You you know what I'm saying? Because he did. He reminded me you called me on something, and mm-hmm. I tried to change the behavior because mm-hmm. you called me on it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling this story to to be transparent because we're not gonna talk to y'all about nothing that we haven't really gone through or that we can't speak to because. I mean, that that would just be unfair. That'd be us talking at y'all. Now, we're going to talk that to dumb y'all. Shit, and we really not about that fucking... And we not. We, we about, we're about helping each other and helping our community. That's right. So we do it through laughter and through fuckery. That's how we live our lives. Absolutely. But it's, um, you know, you need somebody in your life, be it your partner, your romantic partner, be it a bestie, mm-hmm. be it your parent, your favorite auntie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? a client that has kind of stepped over a client and became halfway your friend, but you're trying to keep professional, whoever yeah. it may be. You okay. need somebody in your corner that's going to say, dog, no, no. You know who's really good at keeping you accountable for shit? Motherfucking children. Listen, the kids are on their ball head, whole shit. Like, single day. Did you just snatch my edge, child? Listen, a child, if you tell a child you're going to do something and Baby. then you don't do it, listen, Baby. you might as well tell them that Santa Claus ain't real before they don't know. 
Like, and the Easter Bunny ain't coming. Listen, and there's no such thing as the Tooth Fairy. They finna fight you. They, they, they gonna swing for all you non-Southern people. That mean they finna fight. Oh my god! But like, but they grow like people grow out of it. We grow out of that. Some people do. I'm not gonna say everybody, but we grow out of that. Holding people to the holding people's feet to the fire. But you that, know why we grow out of it? Why? Because somebody started telling you to watch how you talk to folks. Oh, and shut your ass up. Mind and your shut business. your ass up. Mind your business. That ain't your business. I'm that's so tired true. of us living in a not our business type of world. That's why, that's why a lot of shit be going down. Listen. Because people be minding their business. If your friend come over your house with a black eye, do not mind your business. It's, it's technically right now your business. Because she in your house with a black eye. Baby, why your eye black? Oh, yeah. I fail. You fail well. How? How I you fall, fall all the time because I'm bow-legged and pigeon-toed and I have yet to fall and black my eye. Yeah, stop it, y'all. Stop telling, stop living in the it's not my, yes it is. Yes it is. It's your business. That is your business. Absolutely. But yeah, a child will, will, will snatch your, will snatch snatch your, your whole entire out. life. Absolutely. So when somebody call you on it, mm-hmm. as I got called on it a few days ago, mm-hmm. you know, you I, I sat with myself. I sat with myself and I asked myself questions. Why you said it and didn't do it? Mm. Or why you thought you was doing it and nobody else saw you doing it? Because sometimes we think we be doing stuff <laughs> and we don't be doing it. We be exhibiting to something else. Right. Like, you changed that. Like, no, you didn't. Yes, it is. No, you you changed the oven and put a new filter in there. Bro, you need that new filter with that new oil chain. It's just what it is. That's how it go. So, you know, you got to sit with yourself and see. You got to listen to what they said. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be an example. Mm-hmm. And you got to really look at that thing and see what's going on. And then then go forth in trying to actually hold yourself accountable and change your behavior. Because and a, uh, people don't like apologies. People like change behavior. Listen, that is my that is my jam. Don't tell me I'm sorry. Because your I'm sorry don't mean shit to me. Your I'm, so- your I'm sorry does not undo the thing that you've done. Right. And, and I mean, if we're going to be honest, your change behavior does not do it either it doesn't undo the thing either but what it does do is it gives me some semblance of a guarantee that you won't do that thing again it's a new level of trust you've learned your lesson but Mm -hmm. or or you haven't learned your lesson and just don't want to hear my shit again which that's on you friend but i feel like we get so we're taught to apologize we're not held accountable for our behavior. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Okay. But then you go and say it to somebody else. You didn't learn shit. Yeah. You just learn if I do something wrong and I hurt somebody's feelings, I say I'm sorry. And if we get into the extremes of those kinds of shit, those kinds of situations, it's like, well, I'm I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. I'm sorry if, or it wasn't really that big of a deal. It didn't hurt your feelings that bad. Da 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 da. Like you get into these, like half-hearted, these half-hearted apologies that don't make you responsible for the the thing that you've done to people. It's like mm-hmm. when you hurt somebody's feelings, you don't get to tell them that their feelings aren't hurt. Right. You that is not your job. That's not your business. So you have to be responsible for the shit that you say and do. And and this Absolutely. is kinda off kinda off off, but um we had a discussion about language and one of the things that um I found really interesting and it was confirmed for me 
yesterday I was listening to Tracy McMillan Cotton's book, uh, Thick. It's a book of essays. It's amazing. But she was talking about um, how Black people don't like to waste words. And it's a West African tradition. We don't like to just throw words out for no reason because we know the power behind the vibration and the energy of a word. So just to say shit for no fucking reason is not necessarily in our DNA, which is why your grandma would tell you, stop talking so goddamn much. It's not because you just annoying. You might be, but it's also don't fucking waste words because you wasting words. You just throwing them out there. It don't mean shit. Be responsible for the things that come out of your mouth. So if you're fucking around and you don't hurt your friend, you don't piss everybody off. Take responsibility for that. For number one, wasting words, and number two, hurting people's feelings. And I know that's like not entirely where we were going, but if we're going to talk about accountability with a sub-definition of accountability being responsibility, we also have to be responsible for, hold ourselves responsible for the words we say and the behaviors we exhibit. Because that's where the problem comes, either with yourself or with other people. You say, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Okay. I'm going to stop eating fast food. Okay. And then I call you and you in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. What you doing, girl? I'm getting some Chick-fil-A. Okay. Number one, why are you eating Chick-fil-A? But number, number two, <laughs> what you order? Oh, I just got me some nuggets. Um, You said you went, you said you went go eat fast food and you was trying to lose weight. I'm that person. Like, don't tell me shit. If, you, if you're if trying to do something, don't tell me. Because I will make you accountable for the shit that you tell me. I'm like a child in that way. So if you tell me you finna stop doing something or you want to start doing something, I'm going to ask you about that thing the next time I talk to you. And if you haven't made any actionable steps toward that thing, don't tell me shit else about it because I don't give a fuck. Mm. My partner said to me, because um, we're, we're doing um, a plant-based diet for 21 days. She said, I had to think about this thing before I told you, because I knew if I told you, you was going to make me do it. You got mm-hmm. damn right. You got damn right. Don't tell me shit you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me. Because you're going to do it. Because you're going to fucking do it. Because you you're going to like it. I don't give a damn if you like it or not. This was what I <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story. So I got a new customer the other day, really off of a um off a of humbug. And if y'all don't know what that means, then I'm sorry. Um <laughs> but her normal uh detox lady was out of product. And so she hit me up and was like, Hey, do you have that same product? Because she saw my ad on Facebook and I was like, Yeah. So um you have two options with my detox. You can make it yourself or I can make it for you. And so she was like, she wanted to do it herself. I said, well, you know, that doesn't include my infusion flavors. Uh, you know, it just would include the formula. And so she was like, Oh, and she was like, okay, well, never mind. Just let me, um, you do it. I said, no, I'm not going to let, and this is a complete strategy. Y'all. I don't know this lady from nobody. All I know mm-hmm. is we black. So we know each other somewhere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, on the surface, I did not know this lady. Um, anywho, so I said, no. Nah. I said, since you said you wanted to make it, then you're going to make it. I said, try it at least this one time. 
And she told me, she said, I'm notorious for being lazy. I said, you can be lazy on your next order. But this order, you said you want to do it yourself. You're going to do it yourself. Uh, you, I'm not going to let you run from a challenge. Hmm. And she was, and you know what she said? What? She said, okay. And ooh, she wrote out, ooh, thank you for the accountability. Mm. So you can hold a stranger accountable. Mm-hmm. Because accountability is necessary. It's like you're the air and the water, the air you breathe, the water you drink, and whatever little substance you're going to eat. Accountability, I almost need to be in them, them first 10 things you do on a daily because it's important. Because when you hold yourself accountable for things, you. You are you are telling yourself, you know what? I'm not gonna let you be out here fucking up. Mm-hmm. You telling the universe, I appreciate you giving me the mindset and the wisdom. You telling spirit, thank you for the the just thank you for me being able to even do these things and 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 re- recognize my wrong and being able to listen, opening up your mind. Stop thinking everybody is against you. Stop always being defensive, and that's been my issue. I I I I internalize things and be like, oh, they attacking me, girl. Ain't nobody attacked you. <laughs> nobody is attacking you. You can't and attack spirit, nobody with and, the truth. And God man. is like, that's not even the mind I gave you. Who 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 who? What who are you talking to? Like, where you getting that from? That ain't what I gave you. I gave you something totally different. I gave you some wisdom. You ain't acting stupid. So <laughs> yeah, like you you just you just really have to sometimes ask yourself. Even when you think somebody coming for you, before you respond, sit in there, ask mm. yourself three times, well, why would this particular person come for me? Mm. Why would this particular person come for me? Why would this particular person come for me? <laughs> and if you ain't got three ounces or you ain't got yeah. one really good one, yeah. they're probably not coming for you, baby. They probably trying to steer you in a direction that you need to go. But what's happening is sometimes we just don't want to listen because mm. we want to sit in it we comfortable mm-hmm. but what your but your comfortability is not fair to make somebody else uncomfortable mm. y'all need to be able to share the same sofa your end of the sofa shouldn't feel like heaven and my mm-hmm. end of the sofa feel like I got that thing at the damn discount mall on old national that ain't mm-hmm. fair this this is the same sofa yeah. Why yours feel good? You just you 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 you, you got we gotta wanna be better. And, and 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 I'm always gonna say this. Don't be better for nobody else before you be better for yourself. Because mm-hmm. then everything else, then you'll get it. You gotta be better for yourself first. Y'all can't do stuff for other people, guys. Guys, you can't do stuff for other people. You need to do it for and I'm and I'm talking about a deeper level. I ain't talking about holding the door for somebody. Hold the door for somebody, y'all. Don't be rude. Self work. You have to do self work. Come on. Um, you have to do self work first, and I know this in these last two years. When I'm talking to my friends, and we're giving, and I don't really like to give out advice, but I guess sometimes it happens that way. I like to give out experiences. I like to tell about what happened to me because mm-hmm. I can only speak on how it happened to me. I can't speak on how it happened to Nikki, right? You know, unless I'm giving an example of something Nikki has told me, then that's different. But I can only truly tell you about how I did something, how I got through something. And so, when you're talking to people, um, when I'm asking these questions of my friends. I'm also talking to myself. Anytime I'm, and I got my air quotes up, I'm helping a friend, I'm helping myself too. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times when I'm asking questions, I have to then, I come with myself later and be like, well, how would you handle, how are you going to handle that? Mm-hmm. 
How did you get through that particular thing? What have you done differently? What could you have done differently? Um, don't be so quick to judge. Don't be so quick to jump to a conclusion. Let's really Ooh. work this thing out. Look at all the variables. So, guys, self self work and and friend work and all of that. All, all of that ties into to to one big ball of let's all be better. You know. Can I? Can I um. I'm, again, I hate piggyback, so I'm definitely not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um. Can, can we? Can we? Uh. What's the word? What do you say? Can we? Uh, Let's just go back to. Let's just go back to. It. We're going okay. back to Kelly like Biggie. Hey. <laughs> no, but I want to. It made me think about when you were talking about the self work and the framework and all that. I think sometimes when we have to hold ourselves accountable or when we are being held accountable for something, especially if it's a goal that you make, like you make, a, you decide like, oh, I'm gonna start a business, or or I'm gonna lose some weight, or I'm gonna um work out more or I'm going to save more money or whatever it is, whatever your goal is, I'm going to meditate more, whatever your goal is. I feel like sometimes the lack of accountability is tied to your sense of self-worth. So like if you don't feel worthy of achieving the goal or whatever comes with achieving the goal, then you won't do the work because you don't feel like you deserve it. You don't deserve whatever it is on the other side of that thing. The first time I really gained weight, I was in college and I gained so much weight that I could not fit any of my clothes that I had. Mm. So I had to go buy more clothes, which not a big problem for me at that point because I like shopping. But um, having to buy more clothes meant as a college student, my grandma had to help me buy more clothes because, you know, I needed all the new clothes, like everything. So we were shopping and we were walking around the store because I needed a suit for church. And she was telling me about how I needed to lose weight because it's expensive to be big. This is coming from a person who was like 5'10", 5'11", and only weighed less than 200 pounds before she died. She was always a big girl. and But she was muscular because she, you know, she grew up on a farm and all that kind of shit. Her workout was her yard. So it wasn't like she was just big for no reason. And she was, now we would call it fat phobic, but she she was like, you need to lose this weight. You don't like buying clothes from this side of the store. Quiet as is kept. I didn't like it because I wanted to wear men's clothes, but we're not going to go there yet. But she made me think about like how and why I had gotten to that size and what I needed to do to get back to a smaller size, a healthier size. I was not working out. I was eating whatever the fuck I wanted to eat, which was not like me at all. And I had gotten to the point where I didn't think I deserved to be smaller again. My body is not necessarily built to hold all the weight that I put on it. And Mm. I feel that every day. So like my knees will hurt, my ankles will hurt, all this other kind of stuff. And when I lose the weight, I feel much better. So for me, it was an issue of, I don't feel worthy of being skinny or not even skinny, smaller. I I deserve this pain that I'm feeling because I did this thing to myself. I deserve when I was working at um, West Georgia, I deserve to be miserable at this job because I refuse to, you know, like I, I've done so much wrong in life. I deserve to be miserable every day when I go to class. 
when I get in my car to go to work. I deserve that. I deserve whatever else I'm feeling, whatever bad thing. And it's because I didn't feel worthy of anything better. But when I decided that I was worthy of something better, I didn't have to have accountability partners because I would always ask, hey, and some of y'all that know me know, like I would get on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and be like, hey, I'm looking for accountability partners. Or I would send out a text and be like, I'm looking for accountability partners because I want to do X, Y, and Z. And sometimes people would respond and sometimes they wouldn't. But once I decided I was worthy of something better, I didn't need accountability partners. It was me. I kept my own self accountable Mm. because I knew that I was worthy of whatever it is that I wanted out of life. And that came from doing the work to get in touch with my star player. And my star player for me is my higher self. And my higher self was like, girl, that other shit you was doing was the ghetto. Can we come out of there, please? I mean, the entire ghetto. It's the whole ghetto. And, <clears throat> and we don't need that. Like, we need days like we're, like I'm currently having. Yesterday, like the day yesterday that I had was amazing. And I didn't do shit but put art in boxes and send invoices. And to me, and paint, and that was great. I love those days. I deserve more days like that. I didn't feel like that four years ago. Mm. So I think that there's definitely a connection between taking responsibility for your whatever, your behavior, your words, whatever, your actions, and your feelings of self-worth. Because if you don't feel like you're worthy of anything, you will just allow your life, you will allow life to happen to you instead of you happening to life. Because when I tell you I'm happening to life, (laughs) (laughs) I am on life's ass. When, like, please do not get it twisted out here. I am on life's ass. Everything that I touch is phenomenal. It's abundant. Everything that I do is blessed. Every single thing. I, um, it was a quote yesterday I saw online. It said, people wait all week for Friday, all year for summer, and all life for happiness. And I shared it and I captioned it. We got to live every day, y'all. Every day. That just, you know, ties back. Oh, we're going to tie it back so you don't have to piggyback. We're going to tie it back. That's better. I like that. You know, just self-worth is an entire thing of its own. Is it? People don't know what it is. Okay. You know what the words may mean, but for whatever reason, when you put it together, it becomes foreign. However... Because I think we measuring up our self-worth based on somebody else's opinion of us. Mm. But notice the first word in that pair is self. And to give you another Cat Williams reference, he said (laughs) self-esteem. Hello. How you feel about yourself, bitch? Yourself. Yourself. How you Yourself. Come on. So right when we deal with self-esteem, self-worth, everything that deals with the self, we got a problem with that shit because we're not taught to deal with the self. We taught to deal with everybody else. I exactly. can fix the fuck out of you, but I can't even look at me. And that's some bullshit. And Michael Jackson told y'all he was talking to the man in the mirror. He did say that. Stop he just listening to the beat. Come on. Listen to the word. You Come know on. what? In these in, in year thirty seven, I have started paying attention to words of songs. 
when you listen to words of songs, it gives a hope. You can love a song. I mean, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That beat, that everything. But when you pay attention to that word and it move you, you, hey, wait a minute. Did you just say, ooh, you said some shit. We got to listen to the word. Because, y'all, a lot of people put their heart and soul in this music. They not lying to y'all when they say they doing that. That's what they doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They put their entire soul in a song. That's how they felt. Or that's how somebody around them felt. And they put it in words and they put it to a beat and they sold it to you. But they're not, they, they, they selling you the game and you're not getting it. Listen to the words of some of these songs. Um, Andre Day, Rise Up. I hate that song. Why do you hate that song? I can't stand it. Oh my God, that is why. Oh my I God, we're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna cut you out when we get off. <laughs> I love that. I song. cannot stand that fucking. Song. I will fight you, but hey, y'all, we gonna have to y'all. fight about it. So listen, and so see how we can have a different opinion. That's okay. It is. <laughs> That's okay. She is not a pineapple top. We are still pineapples. We still hold pineapples, but the thing is, I think for me, if I li- if I hear a song too many times. Uh, it, 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 even if the song is beautiful <laughs> it's like if I hear this shit one more goddamn time and they song, absolutely killed it, it when it came out I was like this is this bitch can sing number one and number First two <laughs> this is a really nice song but I heard it in the car on every yeah. radio station yeah. and you know black people will play the same song every Hello. minutes Hello. You go into Walgreens. It's on the Walgreens. K. Rogers. Hello, K. Rogers. To the mall. It's in every store. Um, it's on the commercials. It's everywhere. So, so you hate how many times you heard the song? It the number, the repetitiveness, and the redundancy killed the song. Got for you. Me. Okay, that's understandable. Yeah, in a few I years, I'll be able to listen to it and be like, "Oh, this is great." But Absolutely. I, right now, I'm still scarred. So. Well, aside from Nikki hating the song, guys, she only she doesn't hate what it means. She hate that they killed it. And I, get I guess that. y'all can run me some hate mail for that. I won't um, give a fuck, but you can do it. Period. We just out here too at gmail.com. Run it. Um, but yeah, so just just some inspirational songs. So and one that people slipped on Brandy because Brandy's one of my favorite singers. She got mm-hmm. a song called One Voice. Now it may be a remake. I don't know who sang the original. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. All I know is that I love Brandy and she sings and it's called One Voice. And that kind of sums up how we kind of need to be with each other. How how the self work and then the the us work, mm. how how it ties into each other. So we so that we have one voice. But anywho, that 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 self term. I don't know why we're so afraid of actually standing in the mirror and saying, "Hey, let's get you together. Let's get you to where you want to be. You are worthy. You are enough." I'm gonna give you an example. If you ha- and this is men and women, if you have holes in your underwear, mm-hmm. throw them out, because mm-hmm. you are worthy to go and get you. Even if it's at the Walmart, go get you a three pack, five pack of underwear for ten dollars. Oh, I think I was covering up my mic. Go get you a three pack, five pack pair of underwear for ten dollars at the Walmart because you don't. You are worthy of not having to walk around with holes yeah. in your underwear. Yeah, and I know that seems small, y'all. But what happens is when you start building yourself, when you start pulling yourself up by your bootstrap, I know we all heard that term in mm-hmm. history growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some bullshit, but we're going to keep it. It going. is absolutely some bullshit, but because in the context of which they use it, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to switch this bit, switch it around and make it something. Or oh, we ahead. can use a Drake term. Started from, phrase, started from the bottom, now we're here. 
Okay, come on. So, <laughs> yo, little stuff of start making you feel better. Even if don't nobody else see them panty draws. Ain't nobody got to see them underwear. And that's uh-huh. another thing. Stop buying shit thinking somebody else is going to see it. I get so sick of that. Buy, if you want some sexy panties or sexy underwear, yeah. men's and women's, yeah. if you want nice looking undergarments, that is absolutely your business. It is. It don't have to be for nobody because you single don't mean your underwear don't have to look good. You see what I'm saying? Like y'all yeah. buy, buy, do stuff for yourselves. If somebody else gets to experience that change with you, awesome. So if it. they don't, you also, still was enough. Who gives a fuck? Who do this shit? Y'all do it. Do it for you. Do it for you. If you listen. If you want to lose weight because you're tired of it, go do and be, please. But you cannot lose weight for somebody else. You can't because it, it, oh, that's too risky. You can't. Let me tell you. you can't hedge any of your bets on any of the things that you do for yourself for on anybody else. Because what if that person leaves you or dies? Oh, so what then what? Then the gold dead? Or or they don't give you the attention that you thought you deserved. For doing girl, the thing. they don't clap for you like you thought you needed. Yes. Girl, I listened to Will and Jada last night. Will said when Jada started clapping for me, I was I didn't understand why she wasn't clapping for me because he, he was doing shit for himself, but saying mm-hmm. he was doing it for her, bruh. And that ain't and that ain't what she wanted. So hey, get in line with yourself so you can be Come in on. line with the people in your life. Come on. Cause like That's like it. you know like you said what if what if what if they not clapping for you like that you didn't get a standing ovation you got all great things now you pissed off now you pissed off no oh, do you it hurt. for you oh you hurt right so like when I was eighteen I graduated oh that was so long ago because it was ooh, twenty girl, years so old that girl said when she was eighteen <sighs> oh child was like eons ago golly. Oh no! Go ahead. Are you done? Because I am. Uh, okay, I'm finished. <laughs> 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 oh well. <laughs> you tried it. Um, yeah, free of disrespect. They are. When I was uh, graduating from high school, you know how they have the honors program or the program awards day or whatever. For mm-hmm. so that. That was my last awards day as a high school student before graduation. And at that time, we were still taking the Georgia high school graduation test um, and all that kind of shit. And I had not necessarily worked really hard on it because I didn't care because I knew I was going to graduate regardless. Right. And I wasn't trying to get the highest score. I was just trying to not be bored while everybody was taking the test. I don't really know how to say that. So I just took the fucking test. I'll say it that way. Anyway, it's awards day. I got, I'm dressed. My grandma comes. She didn't want to come, which started a pattern of things. She started with that and it continued until, until she died of her not wanting to do things to support me. But either way, that's part of the story. So my grandma was a teacher. She had a reputation. My mama was really smart. And we were really smart kids. So awards day, I had to do a lot. Like I had to come home with a lot of awards. Like that's how she measured her efficacy as a parent 
And it's also how she assigned value to my worth as a student and as a person was look at how smart she is, right? Because she has all these certificates and trophies to prove that she's smart. So we go to this thing and I'm really excited because I'm thinking I'm going to get whatever student award that I had been really, really working for. I don't even remember what it was at this point, because as you said, it was eons ago, but um, shut up. Um, (laughs) But we, we got to the show, we got to the the school and my, my grandma was upset with me about something because she was always upset about something. And she decided every time that they called my name for an award, she would not clap for me. She didn't give a fuck because she was ready to go. Now, it just so happened that that night I got a lot of awards. And one, I didn't even expect. And I had gotten the, I had tied with this girl that I grew up, this white girl that I grew up with, for the highest score on the Georgia um, high school graduation test in the school. In two or three subjects, the, there was like a fraction of a difference in points between my score and this other girl score, but they were so close that that fraction of a difference was was not even necessarily important. So they gave both of us an award for this thing. I'm the only black person on the stage with these high scores on this damn test, and my grandma is still not fucking clapping. So halfway through this program, I'm like, fuck this bitch. I'm going to start clapping for myself, because you know what? That bitch, to borrow another line, that bitch was not with me shooting in the gym. Mm-mm. Now, it's you can say, of course, that because my grandma was a teacher and she made us do all of this extra work, because we had summer school every summer, but we never went to school. We were at her, in her house having summer school every summer. And that definitely put us ahead in a lot of ways and gave us an advantage over our classmates who didn't, who got to go out and hang out with their friends and play and all the other kind of shit while we was in the house reading and doing math problems and all the other kind of fuckery. That's fine. But when it came down to the work, because you had my brother who had the same thing and he didn't give a fuck about school. So he didn't really care if he got awarded for anything. He just knew that he was going to finish and he was going to go somewhere else and go to college and do whatever the fuck. But I was really working for it because I wanted my grandma to be proud of me and I wanted her to clap for me. And when she stopped clapping for me, I had a choice. I can either stop achieving or I can be proud of my own shit. And to this day, anytime I do something, if my name is called, I'm clapping for myself. I don't give a fuck who, who clap. I don't give a damn. When I dropped out of school, out of college and went back and, and luckily graduated because I worked my ass off, I clap for myself walking up the goddamn stage. Same thing for graduate school. I don't need nobody to clap for me because I'm proud of what I do. But we're taught from a very early age that our accomplishments mean nothing if we're not sacrificing the rest of ourselves for everybody else. And that is some bullshit. Because fuck them niggas. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them. And that's on life. Because I mean, think about how hard we we work to make sure everybody else is okay. And we don't have shit to show for ourselves for the amount of work that we do. But everybody else is happy and thriving and, mm-hmm. and able to achieve. And we sit up here at however old just trying to get to the one dream that we can still latch on to. Man, fuck that shit. 
Twice. It's kind of like when you give a child a brand new toy for Christmas and they be playing with the box and not the toy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I done stood in line and, and fought these people for this damn toy and had yeah. to pay double the price for it because you know they tax you at Christmas time. Yes. So you to play with the box, but you know what? You have to be okay with that. And and don't 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 do it for the toy. Do it for shit. Do it do it for the child. Definitely make make things easy on yourself and and pay attention to what's really important. Clap for yourself because that baby is not gonna clap for you in that toy. That baby want that box. Don't give a damn about how much batteries cost in December. Listen, listen. <laughs> you got, you got to clap for yourself. We for got plenty of toys with no batteries. Oh, child, but when you start Girl. to really enjoy you, Let me tell you, when you start taking care of you, loving you, buying new underwear for you, mm. buying that, that shirt you like, listening to that music you like, remembering what you have liked, but you hid it because maybe somebody else didn't like it and you just, mm-hmm. you know, you stop doing it for them or whatever, you know, for e- even bad habits, even bad habits. When you stop doing a bad, something that you probably should stop doing, mm-hmm. when you stop engaging in bad habits for somebody else, it still don't work out because you probably find yourself having what they call a relapse. Girl. Because you didn't stop it. And see, you know, uh, and I, oh, I don't know if I want to say a lot. Well, I'm 37 and I'm grown. I used to smoke cigarettes. I did. And I enjoyed smoking. But when me and Tony got back together in 2009, Tony didn't really, he, he just did not like that smoke. Mm-hmm. And so, and even he had made comments about it, things about it. He expressed to me, like, he, he never was shy to let me know, I don't like that. So I, I was like, well, I'm going to stop for him. Said, well, when you stop for them, you constantly thinking about it. And then if something happened, you know what I'm saying? have an argument or something, you're going to go sneak out and get a cigarette and smoke and try to cover the stuff up. And the still can do that because, I mean, he was like, you know, maybe a week or two later, you know, I could smell it on you. Like, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines of, you know, or might ask me, you started back smoking, knowing the answer might be yes, but you're trying to be like, well, now, like, listen, I had to finally tell myself one day, you know what? I don't want to do it. I, and, and And don't get me wrong, Nicotine addiction is it's it's real. It's real, friends. It's real. It is so real. And the only time I did not want a cigarette in my life, after I stopped smoking, and I used to want one every day, and that thing was on me for a long time. I think now I've come to a point where I don't really, I don't think about cigarettes. Now I think about soda every day because I've been off soda for almost, what, three, two years. I've been off Coke. Coca-Cola, not cocaine, y'all. Coca-Cola. Shit, <laughs> you got to specify. I've been off Coca-Cola since 2015, like October of 2015. But I think I've been off soda like two years. It, it might be going into three years now, but I think about a soda every day. Hmm. I be one. I need to be one. I seen the lady put some sprites in the free, refrigerator at uh, Walgreens yesterday, and I said I'm finna steal them sprites and run out of here. <laughs> but I didn't do that. I didn't do it. I don't want to go glad, to jail over sprite. I'm so glad you didn't. But the only time I did not want a cigarette was for the 39 weeks that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I did not even think about it. I didn't. All I cared about was having a safe space for my husband's daughter. 
that's the only time I didn't think about it. But other than that, yeah, it, that thing was rough. And, yeah, and so you you got to tell yourself, I don't want this. Yeah. That's just like when people on drugs and you want them to change their life and get off the drugs. And if they're not ready, you can slay them in 2200 rehab programs. And they'll go but, through all of them and complete them successfully and leave that bitch and go straight to the trap house. Ooh, baby. They, some, you got to wake up one day and your light got to come on. And, and my light came on at 36, y'all. My light came on at 36 of changing me. And it's a process. It is a process. You're going to have some setbacks. You're going to have some fuck this shit days. You're going to have some, don't nobody understand where I'm coming from because ain't nobody going to understand where you're coming from. Especially when they use the one version of you. And and it's not your job to educate them. It's on not what the fuck you got going on. That's not it's not business. But we're it's taught not. that every that our business is everybody's business. That yeah. we are public property, ladies and gentlemen, mm. or mostly ladies. We are not public property. We're your not. business is your business. It is your business. That's what I told y'all. It was your business. She said it. Listen, mm-hmm. but like we and we have to start. We have to start with our our younger. Self, and I'm not talking about like your kids and all that kind of shit. Because let me tell you, when you start doing the work for yourself and you hold yourself accountable to discovering and repairing your self work, it will trickle down to your children and to the people around you. You ain't got to worry about teaching them shit, they'll watch you, they'll see a difference in you. But start with your younger self, and this is like some shit I've been doing for years but only seriously like within the past three years, maybe four, of like allowing myself the opportunity to revisit younger versions of myself, if that makes sense. If it don't, I'm going to try to explain it to you. So in my meditations, I will just allow, like you do in meditation anyway, just allow whatever comes up, the space to be seen, and then you process it. Well, I had a lot of anger as a child and a lot of anger as a young adult. And that anger caused me some problems with myself and with other people because I didn't have the tools to address it. Again, because I didn't feel worthy of anything but the pain and the heartache that anger brings to you. So now I'm grown and I'm doing the work and I'm looking at younger versions of myself like you acted like that because you was mad. You showed your ass because you were upset about something that you really didn't have reason to be upset about. And even if you did and those things are valid, it's okay now. You don't have to still be angry. When you start talking to those experiences and telling them that it's okay from a from this vantage point, you can see, like you'll feel a difference in the way that you approach yourself. When I was 15... I don't know exactly what happened when I was 15 because I blocked out a lot of that shit. But apparently something happened to me at 15 that made me super, super mad and made me closed off to the world and low-key made me hard-hearted. And I'm still not entirely sure what it is. Even though it happened to me, it's not my business because it happened eons ago, as Jocelyn can say. But what I do know is my 15-year-old self held on to some shit for so long that like, it was causing me problems in my current day. So I had to talk to that little girl and tell her, hey, girl, I know you're mad. I don't necessarily know why you're mad. I don't need to know why you're mad. I just need to tell you that I love you and I'm proud of you. 
that you're okay. You are enough. You always have been. You always will be. You are worthy of everything that you desire. The freedom that you want, all of that, you are worthy of all of that. And it's okay. I know you don't feel loved, but I love you. You don't feel seen. I see you. And I promise you, everything is going to work out for you. That was beautiful, friend. Thank you. It's wild. But that's the work, though. It is the work. It's the work. We're told that the work of accountability starts with telling somebody that you want to do something and then doing it and allowing people to hold your feet to the fire. But the real work of responsibility starts with you. Mm -hmm. Are you responsible to yourself? It's kind of like, to put it in simple terms, for for those who need it simplified, you're working on a project that you are absolutely, like you loving this project. Whatever it is you're working on, be it something at the house, saving money for a car, whatever the project is, you absolutely love it. Like you're glad you own it. This you, this is your quote unquote baby. You working on it, you putting in all this time, this blood, this sweat, these tears, all of that you putting into this project so that it can be great. So when you present it or when you get it or when it comes to you, whatever the results is of this project, you are going to feel so accomplished, so just everything, you just happy about it. Imagine how you feel when you do that, when you accomplish that big thing that you've been working so hard on. But you work hard on it because you love it, because you support it, because it's something you wanted to do. It's who you are. Whatever it is, it's who you are. Imagine that project being yourself. Mm. Imagine as excited as you were to get that PhD, put yourself as the PhD. Put mm. S-E-L-F, I can't even spell. Okay. Put self in there. You know what I'm saying? You saving to get that new car? Save yourself. You see what I'm saying? You 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 got that that project at work that you you over you the project manager for this particular one and it's going well. Put yourself in there. Be the project manager over yourself and see how good you feel when you start working on you and working out those kinks. Those people who get massages, I have never gotten a professional massage, so I can't speak to that. But I hear people talking about it, and I know I'm too old and I have gotten a professional massage. So whoever just judged me whatever you just judge yourself because who the fuck says you too old <laughs> you do something you want to do it fuck it. you know what you right see how she just held me accountable but yeah so you know i hear people talking about how great i've had a massage mm-hmm. um just now i've never gone to a parlor how about that but you know just just the, those kinks that are pulled out when somebody's rubbing your back or rubbing your shoulder and you just you and, and when you trust who who's doing it you, you're less tense and you let them do their thing and you feel so much better. You can do that with yourself. Massage yourself. You know, get, get, get your kinks out. Work your, work your kinks out. Relax with yourself. Stop being tense with yourself. Stop being scared of yourself. I think fear mm-hmm. plays a lot into why self-work isn't done. Because I believe sometimes we are afraid of who we could really be what we could really do, what we could really accomplish. But you know what? Because somebody told you you couldn't be the president of the United States. So you let that, you let that lead you. So you stop aiming for a bigger goal. You see what I'm saying? But some, I'm sure somebody told Barack he couldn't because he was black, but he did it. You know what I mean? And we're going to go into his, his, his presidency. We, we ain't talking about that part. No, I'm just talking about that. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. That's right. 
I'm just talking about him actually <laughs> making it, guys. Okay, just him making it. Nothing yeah. more. Got the nothing to see here, people. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody told him, even even all the work he had done in in his community, whatever work he was doing, and he told somebody that that was a thought. Somebody told him no. Somebody mm-hmm. told him no, nah, dog. You ain't gonna really do that one. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. And I'm sure he's probably said this somewhere. Maybe my subconscious know he said this, but I mean, that was so long ago. I don't remember all his speeches and remember him talking about stuff and I did not read all the books that he wrote. Okay. But um, all I'm saying is I'm sure just because I know people, mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody told dude, dog, you ain't gonna do that one. That's a bit much. Mm-hmm. And I'm only using this because that's such a high, that's, 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 that's like a really important job that people mm-hmm. don't do it correctly, but whatever. I'm only using it as don't limit yourself. Don't, 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 but don't let yourself limit yourself. Mm. If you want to go get that degree, don't look at it as, well, I ain't going to have time to do it. They, they make it, they have online school. They make it to mm. where you can get this stuff. You know what I mean? They, 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 things are, things are actually in place in the world for us to thrive and survive. But what's happening is we don't open our eyes far enough to see those things we don't we 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 not we not using our misjudgment sometimes we're not using our resources sometimes we're giving up we listen we just not we we, we're not we're not doing the thing yeah or the things we're just not doing it and so it's more than one way like old folks say it's more than one way to skin a cat there's several ways to skin a cat you see what i'm saying but we got to be focused on them other ways too like that didn't work. Let's try. It's 26 letters in the alphabet. Come on. Nobody told you that you only had to stop at C when you're putting a plan together. Listen. Listen. It's okay to be at U, at, yeah. at, at, at letter U. It's okay to be at letter U because yeah. you still working your plan so that when you get to the end of that song, yay! After we sing the alphabet song, you always end with yay! Yeah. when you sing it with kids think about it yay or you clap I don't, I don't I don't okay sure yeah you know. I worked in a daycare and then you know I, I messed never. around and let the man get me pregnant so I got kids yeah but yeah. um yeah. so yeah when you when you finish doing something well, even when counting the 10 you know you get the 10 and they go through all the numbers you're so excited for them yay and you clap mm-hmm. it's okay y'all to go through that whole number sequence or the whole alphabet to get where you're going. But when you get to that yay, that yay feel good. Yay yourself. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, friend. Yay yourself. Listen, yay yourself. I'm here for it. It, 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 I, it don't get me wrong. Just because we're people and I don't even... We mm-hmm. love when people revel in their accomplishments with us. I know that. And mm-hmm. we ain't telling y'all that we don't appreciate people being excited with us of course Absolutely. we like human beings we like human interaction we're, we're we are human whether you guys realize it or not i know you think we're superheroes but we're we not we're regular people we are regular <laughs> you know what i'm saying our cakes are different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know we, we 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 all love for people to actually celebrate with us i mean mm-hmm. it's it's just what it is Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to be okay with sometimes celebrating yourself because mm-hmm. everybody is not going to understand your celebration. And if they don't, you got to say, that's okay. Fuck and them. I know that's hard. I Fuck know them. it's hard. I know it's Fuck hard them. because listen, we, and, and friend keep telling y'all what to do and I'm trying to be nice with it. Fuck but, but 
<laughs> but listen, you you got to be like, you know what I'm saying? Well, fuck them. Well, shit, I don't care. And it's not I, even I an acknowledgement. Don't care. It's not even an acknowledgement of what they didn't did or did not do. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't Are matter. you happy with the job that you did? If yes, gotta be. hallelujah. If no, also hallelujah, because now you get to improve. It ain't about other people. It's mm-hmm. about you. That those little notes we used to write in school. Do you like me? Check yes or no. Add another box. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we can't measure ourselves up, up against what other people think of us. You can now, now. Now let me flip that for you because I don't want nobody to get it confused a little bit because I know sometimes people take your words and use it against you. They do. Do I care what people think about me in certain situations? Yes. Let me let me clarify that. Okay. On my job. Mm-hmm. If I walk through the hallway, when people see Hyman, they need to see that girl get the job done. Okay. That's the girl who put this in place for us to have this. Oh, she helped plan this week for us. I remember that. That was a really nice week. You know, so, oh, she be helping our parents do this. Oh, the parents love her because she do- don't love me just because of who I am. I want you to love me because I did my job. I- you saw the love in my job. Do that make sense? Yes. You, 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 it, it ain't just about loving me because I'm funny uh, whatever I got people mm-hmm. for that but when you go to work and you're given a task you need to do that task and be loved and kind of be loved in that task if that makes sense like I have teacher friends that are really good teachers and so I love that they are really good teachers I love the teacher in them. what I feel about them outside of teaching is, is, is something else but you go to job you go to job you go to work you teach these children I don't sit in your class I see you teaching I see them learning this, that, and the third. Man, you're awesome. I love that. So do I care about what people think of me in that sense when it comes to certain categories? Yes. I don't want nobody to think I'm a, I'm a piss poor worker because okay. I've shown you piss poor. Now, if I'm out here giving you my all and I know I'm giving you my all and you still got a problem with it, that's you. You got you to gotta work on you. You need to do some self-work because now you're just being an asshole. Pretty much. But for the most part, when you can go to your job and hold your head up and feel good knowing that you have you, you do what you're supposed to do, According to your job title and now them extra little responsibility that everybody like to throw on folks, you know how we do, give you fifteen percent of shit that that just filler. <laughs> well, I know this ain't in there, but this ain't fifteen percent of filler and it be filled with some shit, but whatever. But I am I'm, I'm just saying when you like talking about legacies and just, you know what I'm saying, creating good shit around you, I get us thinking of wanting people caring about what people think at that point. Mm-hmm. I understand that to a to to an extent. So I said all that the same. I don't want you to think I'm some bullshit when I'm not some bullshit. But if you if if I'm if I'm giving you bullshit and you think I'm bullshit, then that's different. right. <laughs> you know, then I might be some bullshit because I yeah. actually because you got we got evidence of the bullshit. Yeah. But if I'm giving some good shit, but you think I'm some bullshit, and we know I'm, we both don't give a good shit, then that's your business. You can really. I can't let yeah. I can't let that bring my good shitness down at all. You know what I mean? So when you're creating legacies or you're creating, you know, putting out names for yourself, building this, that, and the third, yeah. Nikki is an artist. She paints pictures. I do. Well, anybody who is her customer, most of us going to say the same thing. You put the order in, get the shit in the timely manner, you got a tracker number, you're going to get a hand-painted or a handwritten thank you note with the shit. The shit going to be fire. She not going to put no bad energy in your shit. Nope. Everybody can probably say that. Mm-hmm. So that is, so yeah, she when it comes to her business, she going to care about what you think about 
that in that sense when she knows she gave 110 percent she she wants you to feel that 110 if you mm-hmm. only feel 75 percent, well let's talk about it what was the issue yep that's different mm-hmm. but when you're trying to work on when you're just trying to get yourself to a place of loving yourself that's when you kind of can't let the voices of the outside interrupt what you're trying to do. Because most of the time when we start doing self-work, we actually ain't really, you almost probably ain't really on no bullshit no more because you're doing self-work. Because you see, your, your real self, your real self really ain't going to let you be on that bullshit. I don't know if y'all knew that. Your that real self, when you actually getting into yourself and you're talking to spirit, you're talking to God, whoever y'all, who, you know what I'm saying, whoever you pray to, whoever you worship, whoever guiding you, when you start talking to that person and you start building yourself, that they're not going to let you be on that bullshit. So when you get into that little house, that little house of self, and somebody don't see it, that's when it really got to be their business because they might still be on some bullshit that they want you to be on. When you tell your people, you know what, I don't want to smoke weed no more, so I'm going to kind of steer clear of where the weed be because I don't want to be tempted, and they're Mm -hmm. still trying to pull you to the weed spots, you trying to not be on the bullshit you set for yourself (laughs) to not be on no more, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to pull you into the bullshit you're trying to get away from. That's what we talking about. Don't let the outside people get into what you got going on. If that, I hope that made sense to everybody. It does. The thing that kept popping through my head, like a minute Girl, don't ago. Don't let it pop in your head. I ain't, ain't nothing in your head but people dancing. Goodbye. Oh, wow. Actually, uh, I'm not going to do that. Cause, no. You know. <laughs> <laughs> your friends ain't shit. <laughs> not a whole damn. Uh, not a half a damn either. Oh, um, yeah. But <laughs> I used to have this saying, and I still, I don't have to use it as much now because I don't really deal with a whole lot of people. Because just like you said, once you start doing the work and shit, and once you tell your spirit guides and spirit that you want better, they really don't let you be on that fuckery at all. So, like, I used to have this saying, you never let a motherfucker that ain't never been where you going tell you how to get there. I'm gonna say it again. Ooh. You never let a nigga. You can say you can replace this now with anything. A nigga, a motherfucker, a bitch, whatever. You never let a person who's never been where you're going tell you how to get there. So, Listen. hey, nobody that ain't never been an artist, a editor, any kind of entrepreneur, any kind of me, because ain't nobody ever been me but me. Y'all can't tell me where I'm. You can't tell me how to get where I'm going. Now. There are caveats, of course. People that are always trying to lose weight might be able to tell you about diets because they don't try them. People that work out all the time might be able to tell you the best way to lose 10 pounds real fast. People that, like me, read a lot of books might be able to tell you which books are really good. But people that have never been you can't tell you how to be the best version of you. Now, this shit that we tell y'all on this show, it's important. It's a guidepost. It's serious. Like Jocelyn said, we don't we don't necessarily give advice. We tell you about our experiences. And those things resonate with y'all. And I know they do because every week y'all let me know, hey, I felt that. That that struck a nerve. All kind of, we're not trying to tell you you have to do this. You better do this. We are telling you what we've lived and experienced and how it impacted us and what that means for us going forward. So I'm telling you now, if there is something that you're trying to do and you say out loud or to yourself, this is what I want, other people will come to you and try to tell you how to get there. And you know they ain't never been there. 
because it's your dream for yourself. And they ain't doing the shit that they telling you to do. So they're a fucking liar. And I don't tolerate liars around me like that. Let that motherfucker go on with the shit that they just gave you. Let, let them, leave, them, leave them with it. Save yourself and go on about your business. Now, do they mean well? Probably. Do they mean ill? That's none of your business. Their intention ain't got nothing to do with you. But what does have something to do with you is how you deal with that information. And I never let a motherfucker who ain't never been where I'm trying to go or where I'm going tell me how to get there. Ever. Because they're going to give you bad directions. They're going to send you 32 miles due west when you need to go eight miles due north. Absolutely. I mean, that that really sums it up. That 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 one we almost could have opened with that and closed with that. Listen, it's a sermon. I mean, and I and I know y'all have heard probably different versions of what she just said, but mm-hmm. listen to that one too. I mean, it's 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 necessary to know you can't nobody tell her how to art if they not an art. They can't. They <laughs> still can't. You know, like I could take you what know? You with a grain of salt. I can listen, I can glean from that what if I feel it necessary, I can glean something from it. But in general, like right now I'm sitting here and the the candle on my altar is lit. I don't really need anybody coming to tell me shit unless spirits in them. And I will know the difference. I can discern yeah. the difference between who's spirits in uh, some random nigga that just want to talk to me. Okay, yeah, you that's... need to talk to me. You need to shut the hell up because I got shit to do. Period. That's why y'all got to get in tune with y'all to know who coming from spirit and who coming from damn spirit airline is a difference. Bitch. <laughs> it's a difference. Okay. 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 I just want y'all to understand that. <laughs> Don't let a spirit airline motherfucker take you anywhere. <laughs> they can't take you anywhere. I mean, you, you, but that, that, that goes back, of course, to the cat. Can't we, we? I mean, we had to get Kate Williams on the show because we, we we have really, to. really, and we just need to um, know that we are not Wanda Smith. It's, <laughs> we are not, her and at we all. actually we, we actually enjoy him and we love and appreciate him absolutely. So, but um, yeah, you got to really be in tune with your star players so that you know when somebody coming at you wrong sideways, the right way they come, mm-hmm. they come in peace, they come in with peace offerings. They That's right. yeah. Dead ass, like Spirit Airlines and Spirit are two different entities. That's right. And and Spirit Airline, I heard, hey, you standing in line for twelve hours just to go to Florida, two hours away, and Bitch. Florida ain't even two hours away. <laughs> Florida's an hour away on the plane, but you stand in line your whole life just to go somewhere for an hour. Like, we're not gonna do that. You need to pay attention to who's coming in your life, and y'all need to pay attention to energy. When somebody come into your space, and it, like people be like, when somebody send you a text message, and be like. You, you might not like how the text message changed through. Somebody will, well, how you tell it's a, it's words, like it's a text message. Words have energy. energy. Energy comes through. You know when something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You feel it. Mm-hmm. So you just got to really be in tune with who you are. Pay attention. Pay attention to energy. Pick that stuff up so that you can move forward because a lot of times, because of comfort, and that's why we say comfort is almost like the devil in certain instances mm-hmm. or certain situations because you get so comfortable, you ain't paying attention to the fire that's, that's happening in comfort. Like, your house on fire. You you don't see it. You just go mind your business and not put the fire out. Right. Okay. So, because niggas be doing it. Listen, so being the tune with your star player is absolutely necessary. Because sometimes when you, you know how old people say, everybody can't go with you. That's right. That's a word. 
That's a word, friend. I mean, old people ain't old for no reason. They get on your nerves because they old. But I mean, I have to carry that and say not all old people got the sense to get to impart wisdom. They they, they don't. They don't. They just old. And you got to be able to ooh. And you got to be able to discern that too. You got to be able to discern that shit. So, but yeah, everybody can go with you. I mean, that and when you when you tell somebody your plan about what you want to do, especially if it's making life better, mm-hmm. and they they just don't, you know, they they just don't want to deal, with, not even deal with it because they don't have to deal with your business. But they don't want to. They don't see where you're going with it. They they shooting it down. They making it sound crazy or make you feel crazy for wanting to do that you got to look at that girl i have failed at so many businesses behind trying and it wasn't it wasn't even the other person it was me it was me trying to make other people accountable for the things that i wanted for my own self that wasn't their fucking job it was my job so when the shit would fail i would be upset and be angry but it was my fault because it wasn't about them it was about me spirit didn't give them that spirit gave me that which is why even right now, the stuff that I'm doing, like if I have an idea, I just do the fucking idea. I don't wait because I was given that. So like, I don't even give, cause when you, when spirit starts giving you insight and information and you decide that you're going to ignore it, <laughs> spirit will continue to send you reminders. Uh, spirit is worse than any bill collector on earth because you gonna run them whatever it is that they told you to do, but my in my foolishness, I wanted to give my ideas to other people so that they could do it with me. And the whole time, spirit was like, "Sis, you can do this on your own." That's why we gave you the idea. That's why we gave you the vision, so you could fucking do it. And now I don't even. I might mention after Nari did the shit. <laughs> hey, you you want to help me with this? Like, okay, you like I feel like you'll be a good fit, but I'm already started, and I can do it without you, regardless. Right. The thing that we were talking about, um, accountability in like work at my job. When I had a job, I worked really hard, and I was a really good teacher, and I did things that a lot of my colleagues did not want to do and didn't have to do because I did them. Well, in my personal life, in my in my entrepreneurial life I get up every day um and come outside to my happy place with my plants I sit down I have a little notebook and I make what I call a to-do list now it's not a to-do list it's really a fucking nightmare it is insane because I would just dump my brain and any ideas that I have that I think I might want to do that day I write them down and then I hold myself to that list now, do I get everything on that list done? Hell no. But do I get close to it? Absolutely. I've only completed that list once in 2020, and that was this week. And bitch. <laughs> Celebration. Nigga, I wanted to slap myself because I was like, why the fuck would I do this to myself? This is insane. <laughs> I really wanted to send out a text message and be like, y'all, I'm finna quit my job. Like, my boss is tripping. Bitch, you your boss. What are you doing? You your about? boss. You cannot quit. But I can tell y'all one thing. Once I finished the whole list and I, like, I was done for the day or the night because it took me all day to do this whole fucking list, everything, like, shit, money just started coming in. 
And I know that's not the this you know that's not what I'm supposed to be telling y'all. But the money started coming in. Shopify was like, "Bitch, what you doing? Working, <laughs> working hard, <laughs> working hard, bitch. Getting to it." Because I held myself to the list at one day. Now, am I gonna do it again today? Hell no. Cause I ain't even write one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't work myself retarded this week. But nigga said, damn that list. Fuck that list today. I knew I had to record the podcast. I know when we get out the podcast, I might have to edit this bitch and we gonna send it out. We gonna review it and then we gonna publish it. That's my work for today. I gotta make one delivery and I gotta cook dinner. Like that's my day today. I'm not doing anything excessive today. And I'm holding myself accountable to that because I also don't believe in rest. But I'm saying all of this to say, again, your your own dreams and goals and wishes for yourself, your definition of success, your definition of value, your definition of whatever, it's yours. You have to create that for yourself. I right now think I'm very successful. I only have more success coming for me. That's it, because I set myself on a track where my self-worth and my self-esteem and my value and whatever, those things are, I define the limits change on my whim. Um, you know what I'm saying? That was a successful day, but today is a successful day, too, because I'm recording episode three of my podcast. Period. Poo. And it took us it took us a year to get this podcast together. Girl, don't tell about our business. Because I didn't want to do it. Because I was scared. <laughs> I was a whole ass bitch. But look at Listen. how this shit blossomed. Like, y'all love the shit. We love doing it. It's all good. And, it, and it's simple. You know what? And, uh, remember when I told you we make things harder? Yeah, we did make it super hard. Well, I made it It wasn't it. But you know, but I, it was, a, I, I guess I just didn't express the fear because I'm a thug. You know what I'm saying? Real ass bitch give a fuck about anything. But yeah, quiet as it's kept, I was like, oh, this is going to be tough, like a podcast. Like, that stuff got to go online. Girl, girl you go online mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just that, that fear of doing something different, stepping out of your comfort, actually talking and letting people hear us. So, y'all, these, what we talking about, ain't no script. This is the shit we talk about when we on our, uh, our telephone and that bullshit, that droid that girl got over there. Bitch. These are the conversations that we have on the phone on a regular basis. We talk about, of course, like we said, we talk about bullshit. We talk about rich. We talk about everything. And so why not share with the people? Because come to find out a lot of y'all was going through the same stuff. A lot of y'all. But you didn't have a space. You didn't know what to do with it. So you just mm. kind of let it pull. No, let's, let's, let's distribute that stuff out. So you, you can, you know what I'm saying? You can move forward. You don't have to wait in the water all the time. Come on. So, it's trash yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, sorry if y'all can hear that. Oh, it's trash day here too, friend. Hey, see how they pick up our trash on the fine day because we don't have time for trash. <laughs> 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 that brings me to a point that I want to make, y'all. If you have questions or comments or show ideas or whatever, please send us an email, and we just out here too at gmail.com. We the number two. out here, the number two at gmail.com. We want to hear, like, how y'all, we want to hear from y'all. Like, we really do. Like, follow us on Instagram. That's cool. We're working on some more stuff for social media. Definitely working on merch and giveaways and all the other kind of stuff. But we, wanted, we want y'all to talk back to us. Like, we don't mind the DMs and the text messages and all that because that's really cool. But 
we also want feedback. Like if you got questions about what we're talking about, if you got questions about the resources that we mentioned or the people that we mentioned, because um, last week we were talking about mental health and we, and we gave out some names and whatever, we're always talking about Dr. Tip and Carolyn and all that kind of stuff. If you want us to get you in contact with those people or whatever, or you can't remember the name, let us know. Like even send us an email. Now this hate mail shit, we be joking about that. But if you got some hate mail, send it because I love a good chuckle. Absolutely. Oh. We want it all. We want it all. We want brand new socks and drawers. Hey. Who's saying that? I hope it ain't nobody stupid. Who's saying that? It might be. Let me oh, ask Google real quick. Because if it's somebody stupid, I take it back. But I can't for the life of me remember. Oh, it's Warren G. Okay, we I think we like Warren G. Warren G ain't we, done nothing. We can we can deal with Warren G. Okay. But um but listen, yeah, y'all, please please send us your questions, your comments, your hate, your epiphanies your light bulbs your even if you want to show topics i mean we mm-hmm. we you know what i'm saying we're here for we don't we don't mind not at all um, looking at this because because y'all understand this as much and because i don't want y'all to take what i'm about to say and think that we don't love what we're doing mm-hmm. but we want it to be so organic and so real that we don't after we get off these shows we don't say oh girl what we're gonna talk about next week we we, mm-hmm. we don't do we let life happen for at least mm-hmm. four three or four days mm-hmm and then we talk about well you know what are we going to talk about this week because mm-hmm. whatever accountability the reason why we talked about this this week because i got again i got caught on my shit like two days ago yeah so it was fresh and it was necessary because somebody out here listening in podcast world might need to understand the the truth behind accountability and why it's important why you might need to call somebody on this or you need to be called on your own right and yourself is the one who got to do it for you sometimes. You can't wait for somebody to tell you what you're doing wrong. Sometimes so, sometimes you just got to go look in the mirror and realize, bitch, you ain't, or nigga, you ain't doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. You know, like, so like that. <laughs> so, y'all, we don't, we don't, you know, so we don't be sitting around, like, trying to script this thing together. None of this is scripted. Force it's anything. literally us talking to each other and recording Period. Shit. And yes. recording. And we're going to put out here for y'all to listen to it. We just okay. really, we, we let life lead us, which is really spirit leading us. Absolutely. And that's that's what it is. So, again, we just out here, the number two at gmail.com. That's mm-hmm. our email. We just out here to, no, we underscore just underscore out underscore here underscore two. Then you can say her, please say her hate mail about all them goddamn uh, Because you fucking hate them. What her, what her, what I love an underscore. You do. I don't know why. They're beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. And underscore just says, you know what? I'm here. And don't play with me, bitch. <laughs> I don't think that's it says that at all. That's what I heard it say. It does not. So, with that, friend, you got something you want to leave with the people? Or I don't. Friend, leave your quote again. Say your quote again. Oh, you never let a motherfucker that ain't been where you're going tell you how to get there. And y'all, we want y'all to live every day. Stop waiting all your life for something and go and do it. Please don't, because you'll be old and sad and miserable without the thing that you could have been had 40 years ago. Yeah, so... Get your life. Get your life. And so with that, I'm finished. I love y'all. So that's going to be Nikki B and J-High signing out. We'll holler at y'all. Bye. Bye.